Russia has declared war on Ukraine. That as soon as the declaration... There you go. Oh, fuck! That's a missile! That's a oh. missile! That's a fucking missile! That was one of those, like... Holy shit! Guys, Brit! Brit, And you know what drives me crazy is people in America are willing to give up their freedoms for comfort. They're like, oh, well, we can get free health care there. Well, we can get this, well, we can get that. It's like, but what's the cost that you're having to pay to get all of that, right? When people know, the government knows they have all this power over you. So there you have it. Russia has invaded Ukraine. Um... Formally declared war. I really don't understand why. What Russia has to gain from this. Other than flexing their muscle and saying we are the superpower. Uh, it's between us and China. Uh, the markets were not great today. Uh, the price of uh, gas stations were packed with people filling their tanks because well Russia is a, a leading producer of petroleum now since Biden fucked up our energy independence uh, after the first time in you know 50 some years we were energy independent he had to roll all that back just to spite Donald Trump uh, so there you have it. Hope you're happy with yourselves, Democrats, and uh, 81, 81 million people who did not elect this tired old man king. This is Big John. You're on Americana, the American way. Remember to hit the subscribe, the like, share the video or podcast. Uh, what else am I supposed to tell you? Find me on on Getter at the real underscore Big John um, on Twitter. Maybe you can follow me if you put in a request uh, at the real underscore Big John. Tried getting on Donald Trump's new social media, but it came back in error. Uh, so maybe it, it it's evidently been flooded. I know. Some people like Steven Crowder have already jumped on to uh, truthsocial.com. The app is not in the Android app store, but as soon as it is, I will get on social or truth social. More than likely at the real underscore big John on there too. Of course, the videos are always on Rumble. Dot com and here we go so another uh, tidbit in the news today uh, three officers found guilty on federal charges in George Floyd's uh, overdose while in police custody um, it, it says killing but I don't feel he was killed I feel it was um, hyper delirium brought on by uh, an immense amount of narcotics in his system but hey trust the science 
uh, you know, until the science disagrees with the media. Then if the media says it was because of some guy lightly kneeling on his neck. Um, I do think the the officers uh, were wrong in what they did. They they should have rendered medical attention. And furthermore, um, this is going to come as a shock to people. They were too easy on him. All you see in the mainstream media is the, the nine minutes that they were waiting for the paramedics to show up. And Derek Chauvin is kneeling on his neck for way too long. Uh, you don't see the 30 minutes that led up to that. Or I think it was 23 minutes exactly. Uh, or 23 minutes and some odd seconds. So I'm not... Whatever. This will be taken apart and used against me someday. So it doesn't matter. Um, you don't see the 23 minutes when they're handling him with kid gloves. Where, you know, he's dropping to the ground on purpose. Where he's, you know, in a panic mode brought on by the drugs. Uh, I believe Brandon Tatum calls it excited delirium. Uh, where you're at a stage where all, your body's almost ready to overdose. And the drugs are just running wild in your system. And you're not coherent. But... Three officers could not shove him into the back of an SUV that was big enough, bigger than the one he got out of. And they're, you know, they're sitting there going, oh, we're going to roll the windows down for you. We're going to put the air conditioner on for you. Don't worry, just relax. And then next thing you know, he busts out the SUV. And now Derek Chauvin, who was called off, he was on his way there. At a, I think it was like level one or le wherever the highest level of uh, officer needs assistance was. He was called off and they said, no, we've got it under control. And then somehow George Floyd, who is not on drugs, wink, wink, uh, except, you know, 10 times the amount of fentanyl it takes to kill a person. Uh St. George, who had never done anything like hold, you know, uh, a home invasion and uh, a pregnant woman captive in her own home. Um, after he busted out the police SUV and ended up on the ground, Chauvin was called back to the scene at the highest level of response request because he was the supervisor and so now you've got this idiot Chauvin kneeling on George Floyd's neck, which is uh, legal by the uh, Minneapolis Police Handbook. You got two other officers kneeling on him. Um, but they should have turned him over and rendered first aid. After he lost consciousness. That's the only time I feel they did anything wrong. Um, but hey, let's give him statues. Uh, the other three officers were found guilty of federal charges um, for denying him his rights. Um, they said that he depraved Floyd of his civil rights while acting under government authority. 
when they failed to give him medical aid. Uh, I, I agree with that, you know, um, <clears throat> when he went night, night and over and OD'd, they should have, um, tried to roll him over and revive him. So, um, that's, that, that was wrong. So, uh, I would say I agree with that decision. They are guilty of not giving him uh, medical aid when he needed it. So back to Russia and Ukraine. Um, let's get some things straight here. There is a country named Georgia that idolized George W. Bush for whatever reason. George W. Bush also said of Vladimir Putin, when I look into his eyes, I see a Christian. Uh, Bush, of course, notably a very Christian man. Uh, under the Bush administration, Russia invaded the country of Georgia for no reason, just like this invasion of uh, Ukraine, uh, they gave they they came up with some petty reason to invade Georgia, but it was basically um, a little nation that declared their independence from ye the the last remnants of ye old Soviet uh, Union. Uh, and George Bush supported them. And they named streets and things after George Bush. And Russia just said, screw you. We're invading and we're going to blow a bunch of stuff up. And then we're going to leave just so we can show that we can do this. Whether the United States likes it or not. Uh, under Barry Satoro presidency, <clears throat> Russia invaded Crimea. What? 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 Why the freak would you invade Crimea? Where? Who? What? When? Where? And why is Crimea? First of all, I remember when it happened, and they did it just to ah ha ha. We we are Mother Russia. We do what we want, and then we drink vodka and piss on your grave. Stupid American. How did this country... I forget who pointed it out, but... Uh, how did this country go from the 20th century... Being called the American century... And nobody could really argue with it. Uh, you know, building up to World War II... The United States was going to be a major player on the world stage... Just because of our sheer size, um, number of people, and uh, amount of wealth that, that uh, capitalism created. <clears throat> Post-World War II, the United States was really the only, con fit, the only country physically 
you know, if you look at our borders, Canada, Mexico, South Central America, uh, but really as far as major world players goes, the United States was the only country unscathed. Okay, um, looking for my remote here. Uh, you know, obviously Germany was devastated. Uh, Great Britain was devastated. A lot of its colonies were devastated by the war. Uh, of course, France. So, <clears throat> all this build up for 100 years and especially the latter 50 of the 20th century, the 1900s, the United States was the king of the hill, the top dog. And then starting on September 11th, it was like, man, we can be rattled and petrified and, and damaged uh, economically not spiritually though after 9-11 we united as Americans for a brief period oh too, oh too brief in my opinion but then you get uh, I'll refer to him by his chosen name Barack Obama although he's more often known as Barry Satoro uh, anyhow you get this Barack Obama after George W. Bush. And I think Bush was um, seen as a weak leader on the international stage. Um, not a lot of nations took him seriously. But, uh, I mean, all, you know, the... Uh, excuse me. <coughs> the... Um, Russian invasion of Georgia, the 9-11 terror attacks, uh, which 9-11 had been in the plans since uh, Clinton was president, and it was going to happen that day no matter what. Uh, it was going to happen. But even if Al Gore had been smart enough to recount all the votes in Florida and, won, and Al Gore had won the election... <laughs> uh, instead of, you know, Al only wanted the Democrat strongholds recounted. If he would have recounted the whole state, he would have won. Hands down, no doubt about it. Anyways. But you start seeing um, a series of weak leaders in the United States. Uh, people that are not feared or respected on the world stage. Um, and our enemies act completely a fool under these people. Uh, George W. Bush, you know, we had Afghanistan, we, we fought with the Taliban, we had the ill-fated, ridiculous invasion of Iraq. No reason for that whatsoever. You know, Saddam Hussein was an asshole, but invading that country stirred a pot. It, it brought instability to that region, 
it's always been unstable to begin with, but also um, it gave uh, uh, inroads to what would become ISIS and other terrorist organizations to go, you know, back and forth from Iran to Iraq uh, and things. But anyhow, you get this series of weak leaders. Uh, Obama rode weakness into the presidency. Now, being that it was a young, charismatic black man who captivated the hearts and minds of a lot of people, uh, I will be honest, I thought about voting for him uh, for the historic purposes of it. I wanted to see a black president in my lifetime, but when it came to the uh, issues, I just disagreed with him on too many. But you have a young, charismatic black man captivates the hearts and minds of a nation, gets the most votes, legitimate votes, in presidential history versus this tired old man, John McCain. This grumpy yet pol excessively politically correct old man uh, walks around stiff as a board. One, like, I don't, I don't want, I'm not, like, look, man, Barack Obama was a good looking dude. Then you got this old man that can't move his arms. His face is not symmetrical. Uh, and so, but he does have a cute daughter, Megan. Well, she's weird, but she's cute. Uh, anyhow, I think John McCain would have been a weak leader also. Uh, Barack Obama, part two, another uh, old, boring white man. Uh, Barack Obama gets fewer votes this time than he did his first go-round uh, because <coughs> there just wasn't the lightning in a bottle anymore. But the Republicans were doing this thing well. You know, John, George W. Bush bumped John McCain uh, out of his turn. It was John McCain's turn to be president in 2000, but Bush came along and was this juggernaut, uh, broke fundraising records, uh, good public speaker. Uh, I heard, saw him speak at least five times, was a few feet away from him, got my picture taken with him uh, with my hand on, it, uh, on his shoulder, and actually a really nice guy. Um, but anyways, George W. bumped John McCain out of the way. So then 2008 came, oh, okay, okay, look, we gotta let John McCain have his turn, says the GOP old guard. 2012, okay, now it's Mitt Romney's turn. You gotta take turns, play nice. The old establishment GOP gave Mittens Romney his turn. Barack Obama destroyed, Mitt Romney came out in the first presidential debate. Man, like he was like Mike Tyson in the first round 
and when Mike was 20 years old and just obliterating people. McCain, th or I mean, pardon me, Romney threw up knockout blows in that first debate. And uh, Barack was kind of debating not to lose. Well, then the polls came out and Mitt Romney kind of was catching up. So the second debate, Romney debated not to lose, and Obama came out swinging, and he he nailed it, nailed us. Barack Obama nailed us. He said, "Mitt, how can you criticize Obamacare when Romney Care was the blueprint for Obamacare?" There goes our number one issue. The biggest thing that the Tea Party had in 2010 when we helped take back the uh, House and the Senate from the Democrats because it was Mittens Romney's turn to be presidente. So, anyhow, towards the end of President Obama's term, uh, it was guaranteed we were going to be at war with Russia for some reason or another. We were going to be at war with North Korea, Obama said to Donald Trump. Uh, the Middle East was a total shit show dumpster fire. Okay? Why? Because we had a weak leader in the White House. When I said earlier Barack Obama rode into office on weakness, how did he get you to vote for him? It's obvious a lot of black folks voted for voted for him because this is our chance this is what we've been waiting for we've been waiting for a black man to be president but what did he say early on to spark that he played you and said played white people white guilt and said oh there are people that say I can't be president because I don't look like the presidents on those dollar bills in other words I'm not an old white guy uh, that was his opinion who could never be president because he didn't look like the presidents on those dollar bills. Weakness. He took advantage of your weakness and he showed his weakness. Oh, pity poor me. I don't look like those other presidents. And the weakness led our enemies to act a fool. Long come Donald Trump shakes the shiznit out of the establishment GOP. I knew something was up the first night, the first Republican debate uh, was like 2016, 2015-ish, I don't know, in August, in Augustus of 2015, and Donald Trump's going to debate, Donald Trump's going to debate, Donald Trump's debating, here comes Donald Trump, what's Donald Trump going to say? It happened to be a couple hours from my house in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I don't live in Cleveland. The debate was in Cleveland. I'm two hours away from Cleveland. A newspaper reporter drove, 
or not newspaper, some uh, internet one, uh, blogger, uh, maybe it might have been Vox.com or Vice.com. I can't remember now. Anyhow, uh, he was driving through Ohio on his way to Cleveland. Heard there was a county fair in the uh, in his path to Cleveland. He stopped at the Republican tent to get our uh, thoughts on Donald Trump joining the Republican primary. I said something's up here. Why is a, a, a reporter not you know and not not the legacy media but uh, an, an internet social justice warrior, social media keyboard warrior, stopping here to get the opinions of people at uh, a Republican tent in rural Ohio? So I told him what I thought and you know answered his questions and I thought I was quoted well. Uh, I liked the article, but I kind of said, man, something's happening here. And then I had, I brought a little portable radio with me and it was kind of hard to, uh, for some reason to tune in, um, the debate. It was being carried on one of the talk radio stations and I barely got it to, to tune in, uh, the sound quality was really piss poor, but I had it turn up as loud as I could, and somebody walking by said, oh, are you listening to the, the Republican debate? Oh, man, how's Trump doing? I'm like, man, he's killing it. He's, like, destroying these guys. And that guy sat down, and we listened to some of the debate together. And that's when I knew something was, there was a movement here. So Donald Trump surprises everyone shocks the world, beats Hillary Clinton, fair and square. He lost the popular vote, but won the God-blessed Electoral College. And shit settled down. He went and he talked to North Korea. He sat down with Russia and talked. And I didn't like his... Uh, press conference with Vladimir Putin. I thought he, I thought Trump looked a little weak in it, but Putin had to look strong because Russia is really weak right now. Even though Joe Biden has made them in a, into a petroleum power, um, he. Uh, Putin at that time under 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 Trump, pardon me, needed to look strong because China had surpassed Russia as the number two in the world. Now the United States is number two to China, but anyhow, how quickly things change in a year. Then, you know, you have all these media lies about Trump. You get this tired, senile old man, Joe Biden, who somehow comes out of the Democrat primary when it should have been Bernie Sanders' primary to win. But when things settled down, the Democrat establishment said, you know, it's sleepy, creepy old Joe's turn to be president. It's his turn. So now we have this tired old man who's been elected king, 
and he's weak. The Middle East is back to the dumpster fire it was when Barack Obama left office. North Korea is back to flexing its muscles. <coughs> Under the Obama administration, the Chinese Communist Party explained to Barack Obama, Barry Satoro, how capitalism works. They said, look, we're, we're communist prick dictators, but, you know, our state-owned businesses are run like capitalism with slavery. And then you jump ahead, you go, you go to Trump, China, Russia, the Middle Eastern countries, they're all like, oh, dude, what's that crazy guy with the crazy hair going to do? We better sit down and shut up. Strong leader. You don't have to like him. There were times when he said and tweeted and did things, and I'm like, are you shitting me? Act presidential, you idiot. Hey. Would you rather have mean tweets from crazy hair, crazy guy, or World War Three? Because this, what's going on in Ukraine right now, could well be the the precursor to what Hillary Clinton wanted when she was going to be president. She said, she almost guaranteed that she was going to go to war with Russia. There has never been one shred of evidence that Donald Trump worked with the Russians to get um, elected. And yeah, you know, some Russian trolls, Russian bots did some things on the internet, bought some advertisements, uh, brainwashed some people probably. Uh, but it was not a consorted effort with the Trump campaign. That was never, ever, ever proven. In fact, it's been disproven. Whatever Trump and Putin said in that room alone, with just the interpreters, Russia acted like they knew the United States was not to be messed with. And... They didn't. The whole dumpster fire Middle East thing that Barack Obama stirred up <coughs> and George W. Bush before him quieted down. Trump didn't send any new troops into any new regions. Didn't even send more troops into the old regions. He took out, you know, uh, ISIS leaders, um, Al-Qaeda leaders, um, various terrorists from Iran with drone strikes without putting American men and women in harm's way and it was effective now you have the tired old man who's been elected king the military industrial complex that Dwight David Eisenhower warned us about 
in his goodbye speech to America when he was leaving office in 1960 is still around and still stronger than ever. This is the war they've wanted for 50 years. Most oh, shitfire. <laughs> I'm old. 70 years. We could be on the edge because the United States in our political correctness and our, our sappiness, our weakness, have elected a weak leader. And the downfall to every great nation, every great empire, is a weak leader. Let's look at something here. They used to have a... Uh, a saying the sun never sets on the British Empire because the British Empire had colonies in every corner of the globe post World War II <clears throat> post World War II pardon me I had to look at something in my glasses uh you would have thought that the British Empire would have died or gone into a great How de could you be decline. Extra time for a crime? Decline after World War II. They didn't because they had strong leaders. All right. Now the British Empire isn't. Uh, nearly as vast after World War II it was not nearly as vast as it once was but an empire is different now than it was a hundred years ago or a thousand years ago with the Roman Empire and I think back to being in school and our teacher Mr. Gilger who taught uh, civics and history uh, um <clears throat> said to us, you know, what, what's the fall of every great empire? You know, what caused the Roman Empire to fall? What caused that empire to fall? And we we're like, oh, you know, we were, you know well, they, they expanded too much. They got too big. They couldn't cover all this territory. And he said, no, the great downfall of every empire is a weak leader. So what's going to be the downfall of the United States? People say it's our, our own political correctness, our, the way we're getting soft, uh, how, you know, if something or someone offends you, that, that something or someone has to be banned from uh, television and social media and blah, blah, blah. Um, all that. Well... Those things are true. But our real downfall is weak leadership. Was Bill Clinton a strong leader? No. There wasn't a lot going on in the world when Clinton was president, so there wasn't much to have to worry about. George W. Bush comes in. Uh, boom, we have 9-11. And really... Uh, Osama bin Laden could have been taken out by 
Bill Clinton, but Clinton chose not to do it. Uh, See, so maybe you could say he was weak in that regard too. But you have this these series of people that are viewed up by the rest of the world as weak, and that's our downfall. Can we survive the next three years without fall? What? There's still a large gap. Um, I, honestly, I say China's at the top of the world right now. The United States is second. If we fall behind Russia, there's still a pretty big gap there. And, you know, there are other great countries on this earth, you know, the, the United Kingdom, France, you know, not, maybe not France, uh, Canada. But... What happens if China and North Korea and Russia get together and decide we're going to take over the world? It took a lot of diplomacy from Franklin Delano Roosevelt to get us through World War II. <coughs> Could Biden be that dipl diplomatic? No, he's weak. He's too weak, he's too tired. That's it. Just tired. Let's look at something here. This is weakness that I'm talking about. Uh, whoever runs Joe Biden's Twitter for him, tweeted this out. The next few days, weeks and months will be hard on the people of Ukraine. Really? Well, that first sentence right there is weakness. That means the United States ain't coming to your aid, Ukraine. You're on your own. You're fucked. Uh, Germany, some other places have put sanctions in place, whatever. The United States is going along with sanctions. Um, and things like that, too. But that first sentence. The next few days, weeks, and months will be hard on the people of Ukraine. Putin has unleashed a great pain on them. So they're going to have to suffer through the pain of this invasion on their own? That's not very strong leadership. How is Vladimir Putin supposed to see that and say, oh, I, I might want to uh, back out now that I've proven my point or else I'm going to piss off the United States. It's just like when he invaded Georgia under George W. Bush. He, he said that the Russian army was going to march right down to the seashore of Georgia and blow up ships, and they did. I don't know if they blew up ships. I know they marched right through the country of Georgia, leaving a trail of uh, havoc in, in their wake. Weak leadership.
What else did Biden say? But the Ukrainian people have known 30 years of independence and they have shown they will not tolerate anyone who tries to take their country backwards. My God. Biden didn't tweet that out. But that's what his advisors came up with. That That's his statement to the world. I mean, he gave a stammering, incoherent speech and different things, but... Everything he said at this press conference the other day, uh, or today, when a couple reporters asked him, well, you know, is there going to be nuclear war? Uh, you know, Vladimir Putin said that, you know, if the West interferes with this uh, invasion of Ukraine, they're going to uh, suffer consequences they never saw before. Do you think that means he's going to go nuclear? Biden had some bullshit answer. And I thought it was a pretty good answer, but I haven't had time to go back and look it over and analyze it. But here's Vladimir Putin, who's invaded a sovereign country for no reason. And our president's saying, well, you just wait and see. We're going to stand tough on these sanctions. And the, the Russian people are going to be hurting and they're going to let their government know they're not happy with the sanctions. And then the Russian government's going to... Bullshit. Vladimir's old school, baby. He's KGB. He's crumbling to the core. He ain't giving two shits. This, this tired old man that's been elected king is weak. He's the weak leader that's going to be the downfall of the American Empire if he hasn't been already. Uh, just for the record, the Russian people do not want this war with Ukraine. They don't want this invasion. Their protests have broken out all over Russia uh, against their own government and uh, going to uh, invading another sovereign country for no apparent reason. And the Russian police have, uh, have uh, quelled the, the protest. Probably killed a lot of people. There's probably a lot of people in Siberia right now in a, in uh, in the ice, buried in the ice and snow. But uh, the downfall of every great empire is a weak leader, and America's become. I'm sorry to say, my beloved U.S. of A. has become a weak country. And we elect weaklings. And we elected the weakest one we could have elected. Now, well, okay. Kamala Harris would have been even weaker. Uh, Pete Buttigieg would have, is even weaker. Uh, Bernie Sanders was crazier than a shithouse rat, but at least he would have, you know been a little more proactive than <laughs> than and even more coherent than Biden though he's a communist himself but anyhow that's the end of it weak leaders are the downfall of every great empire
God bless y'all. Pray for each other. I'll talk at you the next time on Americana the American Way. God bless y'all. Thank you very, very much for tuning in, watching, whatever. And remember the words of... Well, I don't have his words up here anymore. Darn it. I had a nice video clip of the... Uh, uh, a remix of the uh, Hong Kong protester that... Uh, was saying, uh, don't trust China. China is asshole. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I just love it. <coughs> but I, I clicked out of it. So you guys don't get to listen to that, that little rap that the creators of South Park made. The remix of China is asshole. All right. God bless you guys. I love y'all. Pray for each other. Till next time, it's Americana, the American way. I'm Big John.